folks. It's Thursday, January 4th, 2024. Coming up on the program today, yeah, I got a donkey transformation fetish. Is that so weird, really? Plus, shrooming and stroking with our favorite bait bro. It's your last call for legal corpse sex in New Mexico and the return of virtual rape. Distorted View Daily proudly presents an elderly woman talking to sound clips of herself on the phone. Hello? I cannot use the bathroom. Midnight, huh? Who's this? Who's this calling? I didn't call you. My phone rang. My phone rang. And you, you went to talking. That is him. My phone rang us. I come in here and picked up the receiver station, and you're on there. I didn't well, call you. I never told you. I never had my phone. I never told you. Get off my phone. Stop it. Hello? How, how you doing? Tell me how you really feel it. Oh, you said you done... Welcome to 1-800-ASSHOLE. I know what abortion smells like. Did you know abortion even had a smell? Yes, Tim Edson back here with you for the Thursday episode of DV. Have a great one for you today. I thought uh, it might be fun since we are in a new year to check in with a few of our Utards. See how their 2024s are starting off. We're not going to do a bunch of them today. We'll space it out. Every every day or two, we'll check in with a couple more Utards. Today, Will Blunderfield is back jerking off on cam for us. He's sort of made a career out of this. But guys, he's not just some sort of male porn slut. No, no. He's a yogi and an entrepreneur. You know, he leads seminars. More like seminars. Am I right? All about male empowerment. His lessons, though, always involve getting naked with other guys and having a group jerk-off session. So, his methods are a bit unorthodox. I've been saying this for a while now, but the man is a gay genius. He gets mad if you call him gay, though. 90% of the content on his Twitter video, though, is like him reposting gay sex. But, okay, whatever. Uh, He basically tricks straight dudes into thinking... 
These bonding exercises he's come up with will increase testosterone and turn you into the alpha male wolf pack leader that every insecure guy thinks they truly are. Just wrap your hand around my dick, jerk me off, and you will turn into like a Nordic god or something. He's always saying shit like, uh, this is what the Vikings did. Yeah, drink your friend's semen. Roman soldiers would do that on the battlefield. You know, just wild shit like that. It's kind of working for him, though, because he posts a lot of videos of him with other guys. Uh, In the clip I have for you today, though, he's just masturbating solo. Uh, This video is titled, How to Use Your Cock as a Pre-Workout Energizer. The full clip is available on his OnlyFans, but here's a sneak peek. He begins by, uh, you know, uh, grabbing his penis. He's tugging on that, and he's got his thumb pressed against his balls. Bring one thumb, perhaps, and just... Yeah, yeah, he's got just one thumb on his balls. Bring one thumb, perhaps, and just... Encourage it to hang like an alpha. Yeah. And just start to stroke your penis a bit faster. And just enjoy the smell of your cock. I have noticed that he's all about dick smells recently. He tweets about it. For instance, he wrote, uh, retweet if you love the smell of the head of your cock. I, I gotta be honest with you. I'm pretty sure the head of my penis doesn't have a smell. Maybe I'm defective. Also, I'm not uncircumcised. That might have something to do with it. I guess I really am missing out. In other tweets, he calls naked time with his buddies powerful warrior tech. And then you go outside and you get naked and you jerk off your friend and you call that sacred uh, penis rewilding. I could see how some of these words appeal to straight guys, right? Like, learn how to come like a Spartan. The downside is you're going to have to swallow a few loads. Small price to pay. To train yourself into becoming a sniper seaman or whatever the hell Will Blunderfield is calling this. Uh, Another tweet here is, did you know ancient warriors would fight naked and train their penises together? Like, he just really wants heterosexual men to touch his penis. A food, a nourishment is shared when men get naked and hang out in close proximity. Before I get too sidetracked, let me just finish with this uh, video here. You can imagine that we're in a Greek gymnasium training for a long-distance event which was always done naked. Got to throw that in there. It's okay to be naked with other guys because, you know, the Greeks did it. Just start to hump. You can imagine a nice tight puffy pussy or one of your bestest bros buttholes. Now that I can imagine. Smile into that feeling, turning it to joy. You know, Will Blunderfield is kind of like the Bob Ross of male masturbation. Welcome back to the joy of baiting. Today we're going to have some fun. Now, if this is your first time jerking off, don't feel intimidated. There's no wrong way to stroke your dong. Sometimes experimenting leads to joy, and sometimes happy little accidents lead to a powerful orgasm. I think for today's masturbation fantasy, we're going to imagine a cabin in the woods with a purple mountain as its backdrop. Maybe that purple mountain is the same shade as your engorged shroom head. That seems like a nice place to drop your pants and rub one out, right? I think we'll flick the head of the cock a little. Just a little fun tap. Oh, that's nice. If you're baiting along at home, I think maybe now we'll take some nice, long strokes. That's it. There's no set number. Just stroke as much as you want. This is your jerk-off. Everything about it is yours. This is your world. It's a nice place to visit, isn't it? Okay, when you're ready, maybe we'll give those balls some attention now. Go ahead and take your brush and slap it against those fleshy fuckers. 
Ah, ah, just beat the devil out of it. And again. Beat those happy little guys around. Yeah, yeah, that really is the fun part of this. And when you're ready to come, just blow that titanium white right into your hands. Feel the good, hot warmness of your spunk. Until next time, happy baiting, and God bless, my friend. Now, I would watch that. Bob Ross for the new millennium. By the way, I joked around uh, about slapping or hitting your balls. That is something Will Blunderfield teaches. Here's a short video posted by John Paul Kingston, where he's listening to some of Will's teachings as he masturbates. You are a grade A organic mushroom based fertilizer. John Paul says, I love Will Blunderfield's teachings of the ancient art of sexual kung fu. Testicular slapping is one of the best things you can do to boost tea and grow your nuts. And when you do it with other men in your tribe without releasing the seed, it's even more powerful. And then in parentheses, he wrote, dropping the gay shame, which is just terms coined by the Matrix to live in low vibration. So let's come together without coming and rise into the divine masculine. We are so that the divine feminine essence has a safe space to do the same. Dude, just say you like to have your balls tapped. Ball tapping. Ball tapping. Ball tapping. Ball tapping. Ball tapping. Ball tapping. Let your penis beam out into the world, emanating a healing vibration of the Aquarian age. Just like a burning ember on a stove, your penis and balls light up the entire morphogenic field around the planet. That's like the nicest thing anyone has ever said about my balls. Thank you. Listen to this guy ball slap. Those things are going to be black and blue. Well, there you go. Just a few of the teachings of Will Blunderfield. So glad he's still part of our lives in 2024. Oh, and by the way, he's still all into like dick sunning and asshole tanning or whatever. We call it sunning. Sunning. The genitals. My teacher, Ramon Takachio, says it's very important to do because it literally increases your testosterone production. He's got a, like a line of guys who are just uh, staring at the sun, basically, with their dicks. And bending over, of course. And also sun the butthole. Yes, you got to sun the butthole. Can't forget about the butthole. By the way, next time I'm filling out a form and it asks me for my gender, I'm not going to pick male. I'm not going to pick female. I'm going to write in, I am a grade A organic mushroom-based fertilizer for your information. You are a grade A organic mushroom Based fertilizer. My pronouns are shroom slash. In case you wanted to know. All right, let's move on. We're now going to take a very, very hard turn to feature the second Utard update of 2024. This one's a little more obscure. I bet you a, a bunch of you are not even going to remember this person. You may have missed when I talked about them because I think we've only featured him uh, one or two times before. He's this guy who plays with dolls. He's probably autistic or worse because, you know, he's a grown ass man. Anyway, he's got this Asian doll that he is named Jordan Long. He speaks primarily through the doll. 
And the doll has various interactions with uh, other dolls. Like I'm looking at his bedroom and in the background, I just see like bookshelves full of Barbie dolls. There's some Sailor Moon action figures, some male dolls and action figures like Batman. I do. I do see Batman back there, I think, but it's mostly female dolls. In one of his first videos for 2024, Jordan Long, the Asian doll, has a conversation with a gem doll. You know, I love gems. She's truly outrageous. You know, I just want to, I always want to ask you this one thing. So, do you and Barbie truly don't like each other? That's the question Jordan Long has for gem. Gem! Right, that gem. Now, for those of you that don't remember, or you weren't alive in the 80s, Jem was a cartoon character, right? Her real name is Jerrica, Jerrica Benton. Now, Jerrica's mother uh, was a very famous female singer who died in a plane crash. And then somehow Jerrica stumbles upon a supercomputer, I think made by her father, that has the ability to produce holograms. <laughs> this way, Jerrica is able to transform herself through the use of holograms into Jem. And and Jem becomes uh, the lead singer of Jem and the Holograms, a female group. I don't really know why they need the use of the supercomputer, why Jerrica has to have this alter ego. It it was the 80s. Anyway, uh, Hasbro made a line of dolls, and they were to compete, I guess, with Barbie. Jem really was superior in every way. She was truly outrageous. We are the misfits, the misfits. Our songs are better. Well, the misfits were Jem and the Holograms' main competitors in the female music arena in this cartoon. They were the evil bad band. Look, you're just going to have to do research on your own time if you want to learn more about Jem. I'm just here to play Jordan Long, the Asian doll. Talk to Jem. Um. <clears throat> You know, I just want to, I always want to ask you this one thing. So, do you and Barbie truly don't like each other? By the way, that is Jordan Long speaking. He, this guy doesn't even try to do, like, a female voice to make his voice higher or anything, or Asian. Well, that's not true at all, Jordan. I mean, me and Barbie, we we do get along. You know, why would I hate Barbie or Barba for? Well, Barbie ruined you. The second Jem came on the scene, uh, Mattel introduced a line of Barbie dolls that were, like, in a rock band. It was like Barbie rockers or something. Fucking Mattel. I mean, Barbie or Barva, she's always... They got her being everything and doing everything. That's true. Barbie really is a spoiled bitch. The world's her oyster. She has everything. Meanwhile, where the hell is Jem? We haven't seen her since uh, the end of the 80s, you know? You know, and a lot of folks might feed that, oh, well, Jim or Jerrica, you're only handicapped. All you can be is a songster. And a- Once again, I have to defend Jim here. She is not just a songster. First of all, she's living a double life. So she's, she's not just one of anything. Second of all, Jerrica Benton, Jim's alter ego, is like the world's greatest philanthropist. She runs a goddamn orphanage. There's a bunch of unwanted children living, you know, in her mansion. I mean, I'm not the first. I was not the first doll or drawing show to have, you know. It's so weird the way he talks. <laughs> His whole life is about cartoons 
and dolls, but he can't he can't formulate that word. He calls them drawing shows. It's very bizarre. To be around being songsters. And songsters. I mean, everybody knows Jay, Josie, and the Pussycats, right? This conversation between Barbie and Jem goes on for eight minutes. And this is very typical of the type of content this guy produces every day. Every day there's a new video. Having a talk with Rainbow Bright. In another video, Jordan Long is speaking to a Mario doll. He does sort of deviate from the formula once in a while where it's just Jordan Long having a monologue, right? Just speaking. Or sometimes Jordan Long will talk to mythical uh, beings like Santa Claus. It is me, Jordan Long here. And today we're going to talk about what happens if Santa Claus has to take a shit. Yeah, Jordan thinks that, uh, you know, because of all of the snacks the kids leave out, the cookies and the milk, eventually Santa's going to have to take a BM somewhere. Oh, God, what was that? Oh, geez, look, I'm sorry. I had to take a shit. Sorry for the smell. That's Santa talking, by the way. <laughs> Sounds a lot like Jordan Long herself. I'll go spray some of that on it. Yeah. Hey, look, I can give you poopery. I can give you that uh, shit spray. <laughs> poopery. The poopery one? Yeah. That's one of their gifts. But don't worry, that's like a... F- yeah, you'll get that. Santa left a few stocking stuffers. That one. Sorry about that. It's all right. I think next time you're going to have to do... You're going to have to, you know, shut the door and make see no one smells your reek and... Santa reek. Yeah, really, what the fuck is up with him? Leaving the door open while he takes a shit. Santa's a creep, man. Anyway, there you go. Just a little update. It's been a while since we featured Jordan Long. She's doing well. Let's move away from Utahs. We'll feature some more updates in the coming days. Uh, I did run across some very interesting transformation erotica audio. This is a fetish uh, I, I guess I knew existed. People like the idea of turning into other things. Some of the stuff that people want to be turned into, though, very strange. My cock. What, what did you... Do to it? If only you hadn't borne me around your neck when you cheated on her. Yes, the supernatural voice is coming from a necklace that his girlfriend gave to him. He fucked around on her, the necklace witnessed it, and uh, is now cursing him. With what? We will soon find out. Oh, make it stop. Obviously, things are growing and changing. Sounds painful. What's happening to me? Can you feel that ugly tail slapping around above your big black pucker? I'm sorry. Most of the audio is just him going, What's happening? He does try to pull the necklace off, though, thinking that might help. You can't take me off, Justin. She didn't buy you a necklace. She bought you a collar. Dun, dun. Yes, well, as you, as you can hear, things continue to progress in this transformation. My teeth 
His teeth change, for instance. He himself doesn't even know what he's really turning into. So far, what? We've heard that he's got a tail sticking out uh, above his black pucker. His teeth are changing. I think he said something about his lips at some point. Oh, also, even though this is no time to think about sex. Making me honey. Why am I so hard? Your balls are blowing up like balloons. I have... A donkey face. Yes, this is an erotic donkey transformation fantasy. Yes, her donkey dicked freak. Yeah, my cock is leaking so bad. Her hideous little fuck pet. Now, a lot of this type of audio can be found on fetish message boards. Oh, and it's not just audio, of course. There's lots of drawings, animation, you name it. You know, you really kind of have to be a part of the community, though, before you uh, are easily able to uh, find such niche content. I do have some other examples here from uh, a donkey transformation to just a straight up cow transformation. Uh, It's happening. The struggle is a large part of the fun for these people. That, that's the majority of these audio clips. It's just like, the transformation is complete. Uh, we need to move on, but I did want to play one more short transformation clip. This is a real life transformation. We've got a guy here who is turning himself into a dog. He's wearing a dog, uh, like, costume, got a dog helmet, wearing a dog cock sleeve over his penis. Uh, He's also deep-throating a fuck machine. This dog's master comes into his little cage here to play with his cock. You got dog paws? Oh yeah, he's got little dog socks on that make you know with little paw marks on the on the on the feet. Dog fur, dog face, dog cock. The only part of you that's left is of a boy is the brain, and that's going away pretty fast, isn't it, puppy? To be fair, he wasn't that smart of a man to begin with. Could be just a puppy. You can sort of hear him whimpering, and then there's like some sort of dog fetish hypno training video playing in the background there you go just a few transformation fetish clips for your wednesday and finally now before we get into the news i've got a short altercation between one of those first amendment auditors and a woman who does not appreciate this guy is filming outside of a u.s postal service branch I don't know why she cares so fucking much. He's not even filming anything in particular. He's literally just filming the side of the building. Now, I know these First Amendment auditors are generally assholes. They're looking to stir some shit up. They, they want people to fight with them. Now, very occasionally, 
what will happen is uh, the people on the other side, the people arguing with the First Amendment auditors, turn out to be far more unlikable. In this video, I think I'm rooting for the First Amendment auditor. What are you, what are you photographing, boys? This woman is by herself. She's driving home in her car. I guess she had to mail a letter or something. She's getting ready to leave. Maybe she's an employee off her shift. I don't know, but she's by herself in her car wearing a face mask. I think that's all you really need to know to form an opinion on this bitch. What are you, what are you photographing, boys? Did he express to you? We're in the middle of taking audio and video. So we're not interested in having a conversation right now. Is that okay with you? No, it's not okay with me. It's not okay with you that I'm well, not... just nothing is going to make her happy, huh? You're mad because he's filming. Meanwhile, he says he doesn't want anything to do with you. That doesn't make you happy. Not interested in having... He doesn't want to film you, lady. It's not okay with you that I'm not interested in having a conversation with you? You're going to force me to? This woman is already so agitated, you can see her breathing through her mask. Like the mask puffs out and then gets sucked back in. <laughs> You better take that mask off, a little oxygen into the brain there. I don't know what's going on. Apparently, he noticed her breathing, too. You feeling okay? She she then backs up, turns her wheel as if she's going to um, uh, drive forward and hit the guy. And she tries. Whoa, what the What are you, out of your fucking mind, lady? So now, you know, what she has done is way more illegal than anything this guy is doing. Yeah, I'm out of my fucking mind. What are you going to do? What am I going to do? You're going to hit me with your car? Are you out of your mind? Are you serious? Do you have any idea that you can't sit there and take photos on federal property? Why don't you go call the cops? Giving... Why don't you go call the cops and I'll show them the video of you trying to hit me with your car and we'll get you arrested. How about that, smartass? How about well, that? She's out of her car. Back away from me. Back I'm telling you right now, you? stop walking up to Back me. Back away from you? Yes. Hey. Now, you know these First Amendment auditors are always getting into altercations right like they're prepared this stupid bitch doesn't realize that though of course and so she's gonna press her luck back away from me get in your car listen to him and get, get in your car and go home what they're doing is constitutionally protected get in your car and leave i almost saw you hit him with your car i don't take orders from schmoes like you boys oh yeah i'm supposed Good one. to take orders from you and answer your stupid fucking questions get in your car and get out of here you cannot People. I'm doing it right now. What are you going to do about it? Like, lady, mind your own fucking business. Why do you have to insert yourself? You know, just drive home. And, you know, while you're driving home, you can call the cops and be like, hey, these people were filming at the post office. Let the cops deal with it. it you know, they'll they'll make the judgment call if they want to get involved. Public. What are you going to do about it? What the fuck are you going to do? She's an old ass lesbian with, like, red hair. What are you going to do about it? I mean, I don't know that she's a lesbian, but... She kind of sounds like a lesbian, right? She has the demeanor. I'm gay. I'm allowed to say that. You know, she's got gray hair. She's flying out of her car, charging at the guy. Demure, petite, feminine women just don't do shit like that. Well, remember just a few seconds ago when I said these auditors come prepared? Well, this grouchy old broad gets a little too close to the guy. What are you going to do about it? What are you going to do about it? And he sprays her. I don't know for certain that it's pepper spray. Most of it gets on her mask, so she's just going to breathe that right in. And by the way, she doesn't take off the mask after being sprayed, which is just so dumb. Stupid mistake, lady. You don't assault people out in public. Bad move. She just sort of walks around in a circle there for a while. If I was you, I'd get in your car and go home before you dig yourself. I'm going to have you arrested for trying to hit me with your car. So if I was you, I would just leave. 
I'm going to give you that chance because I'm not going to call the cops on you. He's a nice guy. You want to call him? I welcome you to. Her problem is she doesn't want to back down. If she would stop and think for a second, you know, she's she's going to be in way more trouble than this guy. You got to be out of your mind. Try to hit me with her car and then gets out of her car and tries to assault me. Michigan EKC 1371. Hey, you know what? I can show you my driver's license. Lady, I don't want anything from you. I want you to get away from me. I want you to stop photographing people. Not going to happen. I'm signing a disclaimer. Not going to happen. Not going to happen. Get in your car and go home. You made a mess out of yourself. Before you make it worse, get in your car and go home. I don't take orders from schmucks like you. I don't take orders from people like you either. Well, we're at a standstill then. That's pretty much where the video ends. You made a mistake here today. Just go home, lick your wounds, and feel better about yourself. There's a second part, but nothing really happens. This time around, I'd say the First Amendment auditors won the battle, but the war continues to rage on. Uh, and with that, let's get into the crazy, bizarre twist of the fucked up news right now. Not yet a member of the Distorted View Sideshow? Sign up right now. Why? Because if you don't, unfortunately, the next time you'll hear from me will be next Tuesday. That seems far away, doesn't it? Yeah, for 2024, we're doing things a little bit different. Every week, I'll be doing two free episodes of DV, and uh, then the rest of the the rest of the shows uh, every week will be sideshow exclusive. So three sideshow exclusive episodes every week. It's a great time to sign up. Superfreaksideshow.com. Last couple days to take advantage of our New Year's deals. $6 monthly memberships, $60 yearly, and of course, we've got lifetime memberships on sale. Act now so you don't miss a thing. Superfreaksideshow.com, all major credit cards and PayPal accepted. You get a personalized RSS feed that works with most podcasting apps. Apple Podcasts, Pocket Cast, Overcast, all the big ones. There are other ways to sign up for access. If you happen to use Spotify or Apple Podcasts, you can sign up right inside those apps. Uh, you won't get access to the website or anything like that, but all of these Sideshow exclusive episodes will appear right alongside the free episodes on your feed, you know, in Spotify or Apple Podcasts, however you choose to sign up. It's an easy way to go. You don't have to worry about RSS feeds and signing up through uh, websites and stuff. So for more information on all the ways to become a Sideshow member, check out distortedview.com and, of course, superfreaksideshow.com. Other ways to help support the show, we've got a Patreon account patreon.com slash distorted view where you can pledge as little as a dollar if you pledge at least five you get access to a special voicemail line where i will play your calls first and don't forget we still got distorted view merchandise available at distortedview.com t-shirts hoodies drinkware stickers all sorts of crap over there distortedview.com all right three very quick stories now first up it's called virtual rape and it isn't fucking real. Yet, this is like, what, the second or third time I'm reporting on a virtual rape story. The reason why I say virtual rape like that is because the first time we talked about it here on the show, the local news reported on it, and the anchor, reporter or whatever, that's how he, that's how he said it. Virtual rape. He had to say that with a straight face. Virtual rape. It's, it's so ridiculous. Like, real rape victims are like, I wish I was virtually raped. You know, in the real version of rape, you can't just press a button to get out of the raping. In virtual rape, you can do just that. Or just take off the headset, push the power button, boom, the rape goes away. Rape no more. 
sounds like an awesome product, doesn't it? Like a spray you can use to just make the rape go away? Spray be gone! It's called Control-Alt-Delete on your computer. Anyway, I digress. UK authorities are currently investigating an unprecedented case. Well, not really. Again, we've talked about it at least two other times here on the podcast. Uh, UK authorities are currently investigating an unprecedented case involving the alleged virtual rape of a girl's avatar in a metaverse game. The incident, believed to be the first of its kind, again, no, occurred while the girl, under the age of 16, was using a virtual reality headset. Her avatar, a digital representation of herself, was reportedly assaulted by the avatars of several men. Now, I've never used Facebook's implementation of virtual reality. I guess, That's what we're talking about here, right? The metaverse? I could be wrong. Maybe it's just a general term. But, like, none of these games let you have an exposed virtual dick out. You're not allowed to penetrate virtually. The most you can do is just sort of like bump your avatar up up against another person's avatar. It's not so much rape as it is uh, banging pixels up against one another. Despite the lack of physical harm, police sources indicate that the victim might experience trauma comparable to that of real-life sexual assault. Again, I I would like to hear what real rape victims would have to say to that. I just feel like you're comparing apples to oranges. A senior officer involved in the case emphasized the significant emotional and psychological impact on the victim, potentially exceeding what? Potentially exceeding any physical injuries. I want to know exactly what happened here. Walk me through this virtual rape. There is a legal challenge in prosecuting this case under current UK laws, which primarily define sexual assault in terms of physical contact. You know, because that's how rape is defined. That's how rape has always been here, you know, in the real world, not fucking fantasy land. Uh, This has sparked debate over the allocation of police resources. Yeah, I want I want police to get off the streets and just put on virtual headsets. I, I want them to patrol VR. That's where we need protection. All right. Home Secretary James cleverly supports the investigation, stressing the psychological impact on the child involved and warning against underestimating the severity of such virtual crimes. Kind of like what I'm doing. He suggests that those capable of such acts in virtual reality might pose a real world threat. That's just fucking dumb. If you can commit a crime in a video game, that means you might just do it in real life. Well, the billion-plus people who play Grand Theft Auto are all pretty much felons then, right? Let's just go ahead and say that I have killed about 10,000 people then. I went on quite a spree. On the plus side, I haven't virtually raped anyone, though, primarily because I wouldn't even know how to do it. I'm still unclear what virtual rape means. Ian Critchley from the National Police Chiefs Council echoed Cleverly's concerns, highlighting the metaverse as a potential gateway for predators targeting children. Critchley calls for an evolution in policing methods and legal frameworks to address online crimes. The game in question, Horizon Worlds, operated by Meta, has seen several reports of virtual sexual offenses. Senior police investigator revealed that the metaverse is increasingly becoming a hub for various online crimes, including sex offenses and virtual thefts. Yet no prosecutions have occurred in the UK so far. As of now, Meta has not responded to any of these allegations. The thing is, even if you're just being like verbally harassed online, like again, there's no details on what 
actually went down. But I know you can mute people and you can block them, make them disappear so that they're not bothering you or raping you. Something sadly, again, rape victims don't have here in the real world. So I hate the fact that they call that uh, virtual rape. I'm sorry. Virtual rape. All right. Uh, second story we have for you today. It's been a, a rough couple years for Pornhub. There was that state, was it Montana or Utah or something, that uh, wanted Pornhub to require identification before they could view the porn. And I think Pornhub just left the, the state altogether, blocked the entire state from using their service. And then also oh, credit card companies, they don't want anything to do with Pornhub because there was some, uh, I don't know if it was child material or something that was found. It was like, nah, we don't want to be in the porn business. That kind of screwed over Pornhub. Well, now Pornhub is blocking two more states. The important question is, how is this going to affect me and my masturbation? If too many states are blocked using Pornhub, that's going to like bring their traffic down, their revenue down. This could be the end of Pornhub, right? The whole business is going to crumble. On the flip side, less people on Pornhub means my connection will be faster. No slowdowns. Pornhub, a major adult content website, we're all familiar, has recently blocked its services now in Montana and North Carolina. Montana, who cares about? There's like four people that live there, right? But North Carolina, there are a lot of folks over there, right? Uh, this decision is a response to new state laws requiring ID verification, which Pornhub opposes. The company preemptively acted before the age verification bills in these states aimed at restricting access to online adult content to individuals over 18 were fully implemented. Pornhub criticized the laws for infringing on the First Amendment rights. Why don't the First Amendment auditors help Pornhub out here? Instead of staking out in front of, like, post offices, getting in fights with random lesbians, do something useful. Fight the good fight. Make sure all of the free porn that us Americans rightfully deserve under the U.S. Constitution is provided to us. Thank you. Pornhub criticized these laws for infringing on the First Amendment rights and privacy of adult users. They also expressed concerns that the measures could potentially endanger children due to their simplicity and the ease of bypassing them. Good tactic. Uh, think of the children, says Pornhub. As a result, approximately 11.6 million Americans, including over a million in Montana. See, they're like, there's no one there. And there's like 10.5 million in North Carolina. Uh, they can all no longer access Pornhub. These states have subsequently seen a spike in searches for VPN services. Those are the real winners here. NordVPN, ExpressVPN. I don't know if they're publicly traded companies, but buy stock in them if uh, if you can. The issue revolves around the balance between protecting children from adult content and safeguarding privacy and free speech rights. Montana's Senate Bill 544, effective January 1st, mandates age verification for websites predominantly featuring adult material. Pornhub, in a statement, opposed this arguing that requiring ID every time someone accesses an adult platform is not the most efficient or safest method of user protection. North Carolina's verification rules, which recently came into effect, impose civil liabilities on publishers or entities responsible for age verification if they fail to adequately verify users' ages. The law stipulates that personal information used for age verification cannot be retained. 
These two states join others like Louisiana, Utah, Arkansas, Mississippi, Virginia, and Texas in imposing age verification requirements on adult platforms. However, in 2023, a U.S. District Judge, David Ezra, struck down a similar Texas law, House Bill 1181, for violating free speech rights. So this matter is not yet settled. A lot could happen. We got to fight for our right to jerk off. All right, final story we have for you to jump. Corpse fucking. Is it really illegal? I guess it depends on which state you live in. In Albuquerque, New Mexico, State Representative Stephanie Lord, a Republican from Sandia Park, well, she's preparing to propose a bill to criminalize necrophilia during the state's 30-day legislative session. Guys, if you have a grandma or grandpa you want to dig up and fuck, you better do it quick. Your window is closing and closing fast. Necrophilia, defined as engaging in sexual activity with a deceased body, is currently not classified as a crime in New Mexico. We're moving the show to New Mexico, freaks. Get ready for some truly unhinged live streams. Representative Lord was motivated to act upon learning of instances in New Mexico where women were murdered and then sexually assaulted post-mortem. She expressed disbelief and concern over the lack of legal prohibition against such acts. Under the proposed bill, desecrating a dead human body would constitute a fourth-degree felony. Can't we ease into this or have a grace period? But like the next year, let's just make it a misdemeanor or something like a traffic ticket. You just got to pay a fine. Nothing is, you know, on your permanent record or anything. I would argue that you can't enact such a radical shift in the law. You know, like people have to get used to this idea that fucking corpses is um, not only frowned upon, it's more than frowned upon. It's an actual crime. Who would have thought, right? I never thought I'd see the day. New Mexico is one of only five states. They they act like that's a low number, but I I think that having five states where necrophilia is legal, that that seems like that's a lot, actually. New Mexico is is only one of five states in the U.S. without a law explicitly outlawing necrophilia. The issue came to the forefront following a 2021 ruling by the New Mexico Supreme Court The court held that legal protections against rape extend to deceased individuals. This ruling was in response to the 2017 case of Lorenzo Martinez, who was arrested for murdering and then raping a woman. Despite the lack of comprehensive data on the prevalence of necrophilia in New Mexico and the absence of its tracking as a distinct crime, Representative Lord mentioned conversations with law enforcement indicating several incidents over the years. She emphasized that even a single case warrants legislative action. Lord draws parallels between her proposed bill and a previous legislative effort to outlaw bestiality in New Mexico. They're taking away all of our fun in that state. Like, there's literally nothing to do in New Mexico now. I could understand outlawing bestiality and necrophilia in, like, New York or California. There's just, there's so much other things you can do with your time. In New Mexico, it's just like, it's desert. It's a barren wasteland. You fuck corpses just to pass the time, you know? All right, before the bestiality law was passed, New Mexico was one of only two states without such legislation. Last year, the state legislature unanimously approved the bestiality bill, which was subsequently signed into law by Governor Michelle Luan Grisham. So brave. She did what was right, though. Lord hopes her necrophilia bill (laughs) will see a similar swift and unanimous passage. So there you go. That, my friends, is your distorted news. Yeah, for 
Thursday. Let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here. All right, freaks, love to hear from you. And there are many ways to contact the show. Show at distortedview.com. I'm all over social media at distortedview on Twitter and Instagram. Facebook.com slash distortedview show. Remember, if you pledge at least $5 to our uh, Patreon account, you get access to a special voicemail line. You'll jump to the front and I will play your calls first. So uh, here we go. We've got some patrons. Hi, Ethan Boots. Um, Happy New Year. Happy New um, Year, buddy boy. Because, you know, everyone deserves, like, a good New Year. We could I love Dava Day. Possibly make a good... It seems like a good boy. Fucking New Year, even though it's probably going to be just another fucking train wreck. Yeah. Um, but I was calling... There's a guy that calls... It certainly looks that way. The Necro Vulture, Necro Felcher, something like that. And he was saying he's, like, a truck driver. Dude, if he's on the Discord or anything, find me and tell me tons of crazy stories about... Like, for this... One thing, one time I ran... With some of these guys, like, did some journalism work uh-huh. and rode along with these 18-wheeler drivers and, you know, flat where we could and all that stuff. And some of the crazy lot lizard stuff that happened was just yeah. insane. So That's I'm- what I want. That's why I was asking, like, if he got uh, laid frequently in his truck. Call in with uh, some, you know, uh, crazy stories. Love to hear uh, more from the truck hey, driver. Hey, Timothy, it's Meowness. Um, hey, this might come across as a little... Um, nerdy, as in um, Haley's Comet type of nerdy, but I can't help myself. So- Haley's Comet doesn't call in. Well, I guess he does still call in, but he uh, doesn't really call in with uh, like data and facts as much anymore. You know, the nerdy stuff. You can be the new Haley's Comet. So, I've been listening to you since 2005, and I'm Woo. very familiar with Lovinge. And um, yes. <clears throat> I was doing some uh, study on uh, some, some data science concepts. And I learned about this thing called the Levenshtein distance. And I don't want to bore you, but basically it's a measure for how close to something something else is. Oh. So you can take a stri- So are you saying that the whole number three might be closer to two, and even though they're both whole numbers, two, two might be closer to Levenge, then Levenge is to three. Yeah, I could see that. Why do whole numbers have to be, like, evenly spaced between one another, you know? <laughs> like, you could have <laughs> two, like, two, and then, like, 2.1, 2.2, 2.3, 2.4, and then Levenge, right? Not 2.5. It goes right to Levenge. String and compare <laughs> it to another string, and it's meant... If you, have, if you have a very small Levenstein distance between something like Google.com, where one of the O's is a zero, or like um, <laughs> what the hell is URL that's meant to like make you look like you're seeing something that's not there, but like that literally <laughs> is the difference between one and Levenge or two and Levenge. Oh. That, we need to write a whole book on Levenge, which is just all fucking gibberish like that. <laughs> like, whatever you're saying and whatever I just said, it sounds good, though, right, doesn't it? Well, hello, Tammy Boo. It's me, Pirate Bobby. Um, yeah. So I just wanted to tell Mead that me and my birthing hips are ready. Ooh. Let's go. All right. You, me, later. Mead, you found yourself a, a willing lady. Thank you so much, Pirate Barbie, for taking one for the team. Maybe Mead will calm down, and, you know, you might have just uh, averted a tragedy. (laughs) You know what I mean? 
I don't want to say anything, but you know, <laughs> it's, we could have snapped at any moment. Never stop talking about your personal life on the show. That shit is awesome. Oh, <laughs> as good as the crazy people you play. Not quite as crazy. But Lord Duke is pretty crazy. Yeah, know? someone called into the voicemail line and was kind of uh, telling me to knock it off. I love your stories about him. So <laughs> I can't remember who it was. Don't listen to that other guy that called him and said, oh my god, what's TV turning into? It's still great. Oh, yeah. Keep it up. Yeah, well, I did. I was complaining a lot. I think I, I spent like 15 minutes talking about how sucky 2024 is turning out. But it, today, none. If you noticed, I did not. I refrained <laughs> from bringing up my own bullshit. I kept it along normal DV lines today. The joy of masturbation, donkey fetish transformation erotica, necrophilia, and virtual rape. Such a uh, a standard episode of Distorted View Daily. Regardless, I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, that is all the time we have on this edition of the show. I want you guys to email me. Show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. Voicemail line for you. 206-666-4463. That's 206-660-GOD. Oh, you are a grade-A organic mushroom-based fertilizer. Spread the distortion. STD till all your friends about the show. Don't forget to give us a five-star rating a thumbs up or like wherever you can rate and review podcasts. Uh, if you're not yet a Sideshow member, sign up right now. Otherwise, I will see you back on Tuesday. Until then, have a great day. Bye, everybody! Just, just to really beat the devil out of it. <laughs> beat the brush off. <laughs> and that's the fun part. Now I'm going to wash one of my two-inch brushes since I dirtied them all up. I got to do that some more. <laughs> that's pretty fun. This has been another excellent podcast from the Scribe Media Group. Learn more at scribe.net.